Hello everybody out there in comic book land. My name is George Serrano, aka The Don, and if you're here for this, then that must mean you're only here for one reason, and that's a brand new episode of the Major Issues Podcast, brought to you by Comic Book Click. And as always, I am never alone. Sir, introduce yourself. I am your Cloudus Maximus. Yes, and we have Cloudus Maximus here in studio, and we are in a world post- Infinity War. <laughs> uh, we're gonna. We're not even. It's gonna, gonna be ripple close. effects through episodes. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> sat here. I kind of sat here thinking, like, uh, you know, with today's conversation about the future of comic books, movies, television, just comic book media in general, mm-hmm. whether or not we should uh, continue to spoil Infinity War. But I guess there's still people out there who haven't seen it, so we'll keep the spoilers at a minimum. If if uh, at all. But that's exactly what we're going to be doing here today. You see, we've been going on review after review, movies and comics. Mm-hmm. It's about time we talk about things that haven't even occurred yet. Mm, the news? This week of major issues is dedicated all to trailer talk. Mm. That means the brand new trailer showing off the brand spanking new media out of Sony. New toys. Marvel. Uh... I guess DC. Yeah, DC's on the board. We're going to be talking about all the brand new things that we'll be getting this year as far as movies and television is concerned, all the comic book media that will be coming out. You've had some time to sit and review some of these trailers. Is there anything that you're excited for at the jump? Is there any movie that will be coming out this year that you've got your eyes on? Um, Yes. Um, They finally released the... um the second Venom trailer. Well, not the second Venom trailer. The, better, the first, the, the, the first, trailer. the first trailer trailer because they released that teaser. Now we sat here and we chopped it up about Venom before, but let's uh, let's get back into the Lethal Protector. Yes, we got uh, some new a new trailer with that. Yeah, we got so a brand cool. new trailer Venom, as you know, out October fifth. Uh, this one. This film will be directed by Ruben Fleischer, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, of Zombieland and 30 Minutes or Less fame. I like those two movies. Mm-hmm. Those two movies are fine by me. Uh, before we get into the trailer talk, how do you feel about the Venom character overall? Like, do, What's your background on uh, with Venom, the character? Um, I, I was about to jump into that at first. Um, to be honest, my bias is kind of showing a little bit because he's a spy, the main Spider-Man baddie. But I really, really dug him as a kid. I saw him. That's how he debuted to me. Um, instead of through the comics, it was through the TV show. Right, the animated so, series? Yeah, the animated series, actually. Okay. The one that everybody loves. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, One thing that the animated series definitely did for me as far as the Venom character, that voice, man, that, like, yeah. he's doing that, yeah. he's still doing that voice. <laughs> like, he's still doing those noises while he hasn't said anything yet. Like, mm-hmm. he's just, <laughs> just that thing. And I, I really liked, um the and they would double his voice. Yeah, so you and they nailed it. Um, and the, and the movie's still far away, so whatever um people aren't pleased with, I guess, um, even the symbiotes, I think they uttered that, you know. You know, that's, so a, it's, that's it, a thing too. Yeah, good but thing you I, brought I'm that not, up. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm fine with that because I know we're still ways away. Good thing you brought that up. Uh, this this Venom trailer, the second trailer that's out, uh, as of right now, shows a lot more Venom in it, and this was supposedly uh in response to the first Venom trailer, which I also feel like was there was rushed. no Venom. Yeah, it was no Venom in it. I mean. Do you think they meant to put out a trailer with no venom? In it? Uh, I think or so, just to like, see how the people would bite. I I I really liked it because there was no venom in it, you right? Know? But they gave us Eddie Brock. But I feel I also felt like it was so not generic, but I guess blank because they didn't have information in it that it could have been any right. movie about anything. True, that's true. Uh, 
they they said that um uh one one YouTuber was saying that he was going around showing people the Venom trailer, mm-hmm. the one without the actual symbiote, right. and, and to see what they could guess what the movie was. Oh, <laughs> that's people, cool. Yeah, and some I should have did that too. <laughs> some people thought it was like a new Jason Bourne movie with Tom Hardy in it. <laughs> so uh, I thought that was pretty funny, but. This movie is set to be based on Venom, Lethal Protector, and I'll get into what that uh, comic book has to deal with. But we see right off the jump, uh, we see a crash site, which is good, right? Mm-hmm. We uh, From the Venom that we know, he gets his symbiote from space. The symbiote. Symbiote from space. Uh, and this looks to be a crash site for hopefully a meteor of some sort. Maybe some sort of spacecraft. Uh, and you can or see more them, symbiotes. Yeah, and you can see them that they have extracted... Uh, Two contain there's two containers. Yeah, with, we see two. We definitely see two in the trailer. Right, with uh symbiotes in it. Symbiotes. Now, in the, in the trailer itself, Jenny Slate says symbiote. I've always right. said a symbiote. Yeah, me and too. I believe Same you've way. always said a symbiote too. Well, I found out that we're not alone. Apparently, when this trailer dropped, everyone I was ran I was on it too. I was like, oh. Everyone ran to dictionaries to find out. Yeah, everyone ran to dictionaries to find out what the actual pronunciation for this thing is. Uh, what, uh, you know, this the the alien symbiote, mm-hmm. and turns out both pronunciations are correct. Huh. You can say symbiote or symbiote. So I'm gonna go back to symbiote because I just like it that way. And uh, so we see that the symbiotes have been captured, possibly from outer space. Yes. Uh, we see Tom Hardy as the title character, Eddie Brock, who we know will become Venom. And he's talking to his girlfriend, played by Michelle Williams. And he's saying that uh, we find out that his girlfriend's friend works for an evil businessman uh, who works for the Life Foundation. Mm. Um, the Life Foundation in the comics, picture a bunch of rich people who are so scared that Doomsday might come that they all put in a $5 million dollars. <laughs> to be secured a space on like a uh like a like a nuclear bunker right. or like you know like these are people who are planning for the future but the apocalypse mm-hmm. but um you have to be the richest of the rich to be in this group because you know you kind of have to have a deposit to make sure that you have a safe a space spared for when the end of the world comes um in this though it looks like a regular genetics corporation mm-hmm. Um and Brock Eddie Brock, he seems to be standing up to the standing up for the little man right. He's he's gonna be reporting reporting yeah, yeah against yeah. the Life Foundation because he's heard that they've been doing some human testing. How do you feel about uh reporter Eddie Brock? I mean, he has a uh, reporting is in his or- right. is in I mean, his origin. We're, we're we're in L.A. so he won't be getting he'll be getting old burn this time. No no did, Peter Parker in the way. Did you get or... confirmation about <laughs> Los Angeles? Um, it looks California? like it's in L.A. It looks yeah, like it's... it looks like it's, it's in L.A. You see the bridge. It's it's funny no. that you brought that up, and I, I'll get right that, to that in a minute. But um, Carlton Drake is named the character Carlton Drake. That seems to be the boss, the evil businessman mm. that owns the Life Foundation, and he does in the comic books head the Life Foundation. Um, he thinks that the symbiotes are a key to evolution. You know how they always say, right? right like we right, captured right, an right. alien, we have to cut it in half to find out. We must uh, evolve. Yes, we have to find out what secrets this uh alien or symbiote has to unlocking you know further life for us um it looks like one of the symbiotes escapes would you say there's like a kind of a sequence yeah, of red I mean, and white I'm flashing lights to see how, how that goes down how brock gets it and so. and brock does get it 
right? Brock does get the symbiote somehow. He comes home. Eddie Brock seems to come home confused, hearing voices in his head, or the side effects of the yeah, symbiote. That was freaking awesome. Um, he says like, "You're not real. You're in my head." And you I'm hear the, for that. I was like, ah, ah, you, hear the, you do hear the deeper voice talking to him, and a lot of the character of Venom is and that. It's a good voice. <laughs> a lot of that character of Venom is the duality, right? The right, fact yeah, that he's definitely. constantly yeah. fighting that oh, voice yeah. in his head, or um, talking to him, trying to see what what they can do with each other. You know. Yeah, so. and the symbiote will fight its host if if it feels the host is weaker. Like yeah. it will just encapsulate. But the one thing with the Venom symbiote, it always seemed to be cool with Eddie Brock. Yeah, Eddie Brock uh, is always the best. Yeah. He's my favorite. So, yeah, we see that he's getting these voices in his head. He has the side effects. And they seem to... Mr. Drake seems to send some associates to go pick up the symbiote because uh, you see a bunch of armed men go into Eddie Brock's apartment Mm -hmm. and they say, uh, you know, we need Mr. Uh, Drake's stuff. We're here to collect for Mr. Drake. And uh, before they can shoot him, the symbiote fights it off. Uh, Independent of Eddie. Does it on its own. Um... And you can see Tom Hardy started to bargain with the symbiote. Like, uh, you could stay, but only if we hurt bad, bad people. people. I was like, yeah, here we go. <laughs> uh, you know. Um, We're friends now. And then you hear the symbiote say, we can do whatever we want. Mm-hmm. And you see throughout the trailer various shots of people trying to kill Eddie and unbeknownst to him, the symbiote fighting it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, between the motorcycle shot and, um, you know, uh, when they're trying to t- attack him in his apartment, it's just shooting out of his back. These tendrils, these uh-huh. other appendages are, are shooting out. Um, it's keeping him safe and alive. And throughout the movie, he's kind of on the run. So I guess as soon as he gets this Venom symbiote, they're gunning for him. Uh, and this it kind of ends with him grabbing a, a villain who mm-hmm. says, who are you? And he says the, the famous we line. We are Venom. Well, we this is not like Venom. that. We are Venom. Were you doing the bang thing? <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> we are Venom. No one cared about me until I put on the symbiote. Uh, yes, Venom. Venom is here. Um, two notes I found out about the movie. One, the composer for the movie is a man named Ludwig, and I'm going to butcher this, Gorenson, who you might know as the person who composed the Black Panther movie and i thought that movie had awesome music so here's hoping that uh venom has has good stuff in it too second thing is this is supposed to be the start of their own universe yeah i kind of heard about that and that deal i kind of went through with um with um with disney and stuff how do we got our guys back and so i don't know how that's gonna go yeah they, you know up. spider-man's rights are supposed to revert back to sony this being a majority sony film this is the first chance that Sony has to play with the characters independent of Spider-Man. So many questions, Jarvis. So dun, dun, many questions. Dun. I have a lot of questions. For instance, how the heck uh, does this? Is he going to have the spider on his chest? Oh, right? Crazy. Does he get? I the think spider he'll, on his I chest? think he'll have it anyway. If, how, Screw it. Why? Screw it. How? Doesn't matter as long as it's great. Ah. I don't think he's gonna have it. I think um, gonna so Tom Hardy supposedly makes an appearance in the movie, so we don't know how much we'll get of that. You mean Tom? I mean Tom Holland. Hardy. Uh, Tom Holland. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm hoping <laughs> two Tom times, Hardy. Two times. I'm, like, I'm hoping um, Tom Hardy's in the movie. But yeah, um, both of them, both <laughs> he's on the of them, <laughs> um, both of them supposedly have a thing in it. I heard he might have we'll a cameo with Spider Man. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man or Peter Parker. I don't know. Very little has been said about this film as far as the plot is concerned. Uh, we just know that Tom Hardy's in it and that he'll be getting the, the Venom symbiote. 
and that his girlfriend's in it and that the Life uh, Foundation is in it. But if you're interested, like I said, this was based on the Venom Lethal Protector uh, comic. And in that comic, uh, we have Venom and Spider-Man have making an agreement. Spider-Man goes, you know what? I won't uh, chase after you anymore. I won't, I won't follow after you. I won't try to arrest you. I won't try <laughs> to do all the things, beat you up in the street. Uh, Venom, I won't do any of that anymore as long as you agree to not hurt, kill, or harm anyone else. And they agree. They'd agree to go their separate ways. But to continue to go their separate ways, to make sure that they're completely out of each other's way, Eddie Brock moves to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Now, is that interesting? I mean, so you said you with, Let's see what's up with that. Let's see what happens, if like, it happens before. But I don't know. He's got to kind of have the, the symbiote. Say again. He's got to kind of have the symbiote. If anything. Well, in the, in Hopefully. the in this Let's comic, see what happens. I, yeah, I'm in this comic, we've max. already done the uh, in the Lethal Protector comic, we've already done the Spider-Man three quote unquote origin of Venom, which right. is it comes down, hits Spidey first, then Venom, uh, and then they fight, and then they have this agreement. Right. So he's already got the symbiote in this story, but I guess he will just place him in San Francisco uh, in this film. Also, in the Venom Lethal Protector arc. You still have this Carlton Drake guy who's uh, head of the Life Foundation, but using a piece of the Venom symbiote, he's able to create five symbiotes from there. Mm-hmm. Scream, Lasher, Agony, Phage, and Riot. And they're all of different colors, of different uh, you know power sets, but they all have the same similar power sets of all the symbiotes, which is like appendages right. and all that kind of stuff like that. Um... What ends up happening is Spider-Man in New York catches wind that there's symbiotes going crazy in San Francisco. And he's like, what did I tell (laughs) Venom? What did I tell that Eddie Brock? And uh, he goes to San Francisco and ends up having to help Venom face off against the symbiotes. And that's basically how that story goes without spoiling way too much. How much of that do you think we'll see in this? I don't know. To be honest, do you think it's That's you very... think it's all possible? Do you think it, none of it's possible? Uh, does it sound like advert? I mean, appetizing. I mean, advertising. It, it does. It does. I just got. Oh man, it, it comes out in October though. Yeah, you know. So, ah, That's true. Um. I guess that's another interesting question to ask. If it does come out in October, with would a Spidey, uh, Spider-Man sighting, uh, lower the impact of. Infinity War at, it, at all? Um, I don't know. Do they gotta, gotta watch get, what they do with that? We gotta get through Infinity War because he's gone. Yeah, we gotta get through he's Infinity. Gone. We got to get through to Infinity War. He wasn't but feeling too. Good. He was not feeling too good. But yeah, too we have soon. to get. We have to get past. We don't know when this Venom thing takes place. This this Venom movie could take place before uh, the events of Spider Man Homecoming, or mm-hmm. even before the events of Civil War. So. Um, I, I want to know what the case is because they got to tie it back yeah, into Spider Man. That's what, yeah, that's Does he go, you know what? Let's just move to New York. That's what's getting me a lot, man. Too much stuff here. How, how are they going to tie it in if it needs to be tied in? You know? Well, this is the place for wild speculation. And just like I guessed randomly with Infinity Oof. War, I'm going to guess randomly here. And I'm going to say at the end of this movie, they're like, you know what? We need to go to New York. Uh, you know, there's an opening at this news at the newspaper over there, the Daily Bugle or whatever. Um, and we'll just go over there. And he goes over there and he's like, yeah, you know, you're good. Just make sure you write, uh, you know, the articles. Um, and uh, don't worry about the photos because we got a freelance guy doing that. <laughs> and he's like, a freelance? I always took my own photos. And they're like, oh, no, this guy's pretty damn good. And it's Peter Parker. 
Just jumping things together. We still haven't seen uh, the new J. Jonah Jameson. We're going to have nope. to get him because he's the guy who actually fires Eddie Brock. Um, yeah. I guess Brock just gets a bad name for himself for trying to report on them in the first place. And then something connects him with that with that organization and he's able to get that Venom symbiote. But I guess the bad rub, I guess. I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's uh-huh. see. Let's see. Let's see. But how do you, you said this is the one you're most excited yes, about, right? I'm definitely most excited about this okay, one. Okay. Venom, Venom. Well, Venom will be. The most, it's the most different. Yes, it is. So, and it, it, it sort of kind of looks like a, a horror movie a little bit. I mean, the Venom, the Venom symbiote is horrifying. It always yes. has been in the comic books. Every portrayal I ever seen is getting scarier and, and bigger, longer tongues and sharper teeth. Uh, so here's hoping that this is what sets Sony to set their universe right. I mean, they will get Tom Holland back and that's Spider-Man and he will have an entire universe to play with because they will have made him a jungle gym yes. by the time uh, he gets back. So that's good on there. That comes out, yeah, that comes out all the way in July. So I'm going to go from the farthest to the closest. Let's talk about Deadpool 2, Ooh. which landed its last trailer, its final trailer, as it says, uh, with the mama said, knock you out. Don't call it a comeback. Wade Wilson is back uh, as Deadpool. Um, Josh Brolin. Yeah, with Josh Brolin. Again. Come again, <laughs> again in theaters. I don't even know if I want if I'm ready for this. Yeah, Do I want to go see you again? No. Josh Brolin not playing the Mad soon. Titan this time. He will be playing Cable, the uh, time traveler with a cybernetic arm and a cybernetic eye. Uh, but how do how do you feel about how did you feel about the original Deadpool? And how did you feel about the original campaign for this stuff? You know, you had the Bob Ross painting, right? <laughs> you had the uh, you had the Superman. Uh, tele- uh, uh, telephone See, yeah, booth the- <laughs> changing. Mm-hmm. You had the dollhouse because the CGI wasn't already put in the yep. trailer. Uh, stuff. How do you feel about this campaign uh, of Deadpool? It was, how- it was really revved up. If you know, it's way revved up than than the, the first go around. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, this movie made a lot of money. They were and talking you had about the, and you had the Celine Dion, the video of Celine Dion. Yeah, they got a video of Celine Dion <laughs> out. They were talking about um, uh, a sequel before this movie even came out. The first movie came out, and then uh. You know, months after that, now they're talking about franchise stuff. You know, they're seeing what they could do with X-Force in general. And they're introducing the idea of X-Force here. X-Force being the kind of black ops of the X-Men. Mm-hmm. X-Men don't kill, X-Force don't care. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. so that's basically uh, the deal with that. But yeah, I love the Bob Ross stuff. Um, they're really on their mark with this fourth wall breaking. And the first movie blew me away with just how funny it was. But it also had a lot of heart. Yeah. I hope that this movie has that balance. The thing was, that movie was directed by uh, Tim Miller. And in October of last year, Tim Miller left due to creative differences with Ryan Reynolds, who's the star. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to get rid of <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Uh, instead, uh, David Light, <laughs> I might be pronouncing that wrong, is directing. And he uh, has credits in both uh, The Wolverine, which was the better one, right. the one that took place in Japan, and John Wick. Mm. So they they know what he's doing right yeah, there. Yeah, so he does know what he's but doing. Yeah, um, no, nah, I think this is gonna be all over the place in a whole crazy good in a good fun, way. Yeah, hell yeah, man, this is gonna be a, another ride, dude. They did set the stage, and you know, while uh, a lot of the work was Tim Miller, I gotta say, a lot of the work was Ryan Reynolds too. You know, yeah, he did, yeah, a, he yeah, did yeah. a lot. I heard he had a lot of input and stuff like that too. So he seems happy to play the character. He seems happy to promote the character. Mm-hmm. Happy to promote the movie. Happy to get on the Twitter and and tell everybody off. <laughs> you know, you've seen all of that stuff. Um, uh, and he's excited for it. They're saying they might not be at Deadpool three, but 
Hmm. As long as we're here on two, they seem to be going full steam ahead. Right, and right, right. This is coming out three weeks after uh, Infinity War, so we'll see how it does in the box office. I'm pretty sure it's going to still make a ton of money. But let's get into this trailer. We hear them say that they have to intercept a convoy. The convoy on it has the letters DMC. Mm-hmm. This is a X-Men movie, so I'm guessing M is mutant. So it's something of mutant control. Right. Department of mutant, mm-hmm. mutant control or something like that. Everybody on this convoy uh, seems to be in like these yellow jumpsuits, almost like they're in jail. They're in prison. They almost look like there mutant are... Mutant prison. Yeah, they almost look like there's cages on each one of these trucks. So they're transporting maybe dangerous mutants, maybe the last mutants. Who knows? But... Um, we're told that the majority of this movie has to do with a kid being in trouble, a mutant child being in trouble, and uh, Deadpool doing everything he can to make sure that the, that Cable doesn't get to him. And for some reason, Cable feels like he needs to get to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they make a Thanos joke. <laughs> so that's kind of funny because he understands that Josh Brolin is playing both Thanos and um, Cable. We get introduced to Cable, who's rocking everything from Energy shields, yeah, guns. Yeah, like arm, I said, he has the eye, arm. The teddy bear on the waist. He's doing telekinesis to grab his weapons. Uh, so he is... Josh Brolin looks amazing. It all looks good. And then we see uh, Weasel, old friend of Wade Wilson's, and Wade do auditions yes. for x Recruitment. How do, you, how do you feel about these auditions? That was from great. LinkedIn? This one way you're going to do them, you're going to do them that, that way. You're going to put a cra- a cra- put out a Craigslist ad. And here we go. <laughs> this kind of how wait like, for people to show up. You ever seen Mystery Men? It's kind of how Mystery Men happened. And they answered a, a newspaper ad, and so you just have people, you know, uh, literally auditioning. And I thought that was pretty funny. You get Bedlam, uh, who in the comics creates electromagnetic fields that affect both electronics and humans. Oh, crazy, right? And he's a skilled fighter. You get Shatterstar, who got shockwaves, superhuman physical. Uh, you know, his physique. He can do uh, teleportation with his swords. He's a master swordsman. He can shift his internal muscles so as not to get damaged during fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has a healing factor. And supposedly uh, he's from the future as well. Oh. And then you have Domino, whose powers are a little bit harder to explain. She has kind of like super luck. She's always on the good side of odds, but basically what she does is wherever she's at... Like, what up, girl? I'm going to go to school, play the lottery. <laughs> wherever she's at, she's able to manipulate probability. So she can't make impossible things happen, but right. she can make seemingly impossible things happen. Seemingly impossible shots. Mm. Uh, uh, her life is always just saved. She just has super good luck. Let's go, girl. Let's so go play the Domino lottery. Is you know what I'm there. saying? Let's go play the lottery by all the scratch-offs. You know? Uh, Domino, <laughs> Shatterstar, Bedlam, you know, these are all... Well, Shatterstar and Domino, I know, are X-Force uh, alumni, mm-hmm. along with Deadpool and Cable. So you know that these guys will eventually be on the same team. Uh, returning, right off the bench, Colossus, Negasonic Teenage yeah. Warhead, Vanessa, Black Owl, <laughs> uh, Dopinder. They're all back and uh, we see Cable deliver the line, you're no hero, you're just a clown dressed as a sex toy. And uh, that's when um, they do a little dig at the DC Universe by saying, wow, that's pretty dark. You sure you're not from the DC Universe? <laughs> uh, that joke was deserved if you've seen Batman versus Superman or uh, Justice League. They do a one-eyed Willie joke from Goonies in there because Josh Brolin was in the Goonies when he was a mm-hmm. kid. Uh, and they even have a little bit of an X-Men Origins joke when he's sitting there slashing the bullets. Right. 
That's from Origins when he walks yeah, in through, he the, walks in through the, the elevator. Wolverine, yeah. And he just do, 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 and he's do, do, able do, to do, take do, them do, all do, out. Do. Yeah. So he's actually joking around with that. Um, the stinger is that there seems to be a regular guy joining. His name is Peter. <laughs> Peter has no powers, but he's down he's to on, Yeah, he's on for the ride. How do you feel about Peter, the uneventful uh, member of X-Force? I don't know. Let's go. Let's see. I hope he makes it. <laughs> <laughs> there is a Peter that has joined X-Force. He was a British guy named Peter Wisdom. And he was able to absorb ambient heat and solar radiation and then generate hot knives. This is what I was told. Hot knives can be pulled out of his fingertips or just kept on his fingertips so he can <laughs> scratch. Wow. People. That's that's Peter Wisdom. Okay. But hopefully Peter's just nobody. I hope he's just yeah, a nobody. I just hope he's a regular schmo. Regular um, job dude. We there's been rumored to be a bunch more mutants and X Force members making cameos. Mm. Uh, we've only been shown a couple, and that's usually what they do. They show you the couple that they can show, so they can hide a couple later in the actual film. Uh, what's your over under? If you had to make a magical number as to surprise uh, members of this film, more than what they showed in the trailer, uh, about yeah. like four or five, four or five more, four or five more. That's pretty big. Um, yeah, I think we could get both because if Negasonic and Colossus are there, right. so they can represent X Men, and you can throw as many X Men members in there as you want, and, and then X Force. And he's kind of going to the mansion too, so let's see who's walking around. Yeah, you saw <laughs> that walking around. Oh yeah. wow, this you can already see it. Oh wow, there's way more people here than last time. Was this even the same building? I can see all those jokes getting thrown. Um, do you think they do Infinity War jokes? Uh, I don't know. Think they got any? Say they would have half. They would have have to have written them prior. I wonder if one hand knows what the other hand's doing. You know, <laughs> that thought that was pretty interesting. Another interesting fact: Josh Brolin, when signing for this film, signed for a and I'm not mis I'm, don't misquote me here. Signed for a four film deal. What bro. the hell? Four films. So we hmm. have four films with cable, guaranteed. Um, this will be his first in Deadpool two, kind of like Spider Man was introduced in Civil War, uh, and then. You know, from everything I'm hearing between Josh Brolin and Ryan Reynolds, right. they might just go forward just X Force, X Force One, X Force Two, X Force Three, and then you could do you can have a Deadpool in X Force, Deadpool and Cable in X Force. Basically, uh, Cable is known as the leader for many many years of X Force, so they could just be setting up this vehicle for those two to sit in. Uh, how do you feel about that? Um, I can dig it because first we got the Deadpool first Deadpool movie we knocked it out the park. Awesome. Hands down. Yeah. Second one, I have a feeling is going to be way better than the first one. And so, um, all the I, weight's they, not they, on Ryan in this yeah, one. Exactly. You know. And um, I'm just saying they they have my trust, <laughs> and I have faith in it. Whatever whatever they have planned, just um, kind of show us, you know, yeah, and stuff to see how we react and everything. Let us soak it in, things and such. Now <laughs> you know we we sat here and we talked about Infinity War a little bit, and we know that there's speculation that in Avengers Four there will be some time travel. Uh, what do you think is so bad with this child that Cable feels like he needs to come from the past? To not capture him, he needs to kill him. I don't know. Maybe he destroys the planet. Destroys the planet? I think it has something to do with mutants. Or all mutants? Destroys all the mutants. Maybe when he gets older or something. Um, there's a pretty interesting story called the Messiah Complex in which after Scarlet Witch does the No More Mutants mm. in House of M... One new baby mutant is born, and Cable comes from the future to like protect it because uh -huh. if not, then the future of the mutant race is uh gone. But yeah, I I love that they're playing with time travel. 
I love that uh, because that kind of opens up everything. The X-Men universe is a little bit of a mess right now. So if you have a time traveler, who knows what kind of presidents that can set. And we haven't heard anything about Dark Phoenix, which is in the same studio as this. So I wonder if they're keeping it just just because... Of um, that'll be crazy because of some events that happened in Deadpool too. Again, wild speculation. That's what we're here for. That'll because be if you guys are not thinking of it, odds are we are. Uh, anything else you want to say on Deadpool too? Move or die. Move or die. And uh, yeah, I yeah, just keep up the jokes. Keep up the fourth wall, but it has to have heart. Bring it back to the heart. That's what really made Deadpool one. The jokes are all funny. The action's all great. Yeah. But it's easy to do those. We've seen that happen. It's when you have it grounded to an emotional, you know, core, that I think the movie does a little what, bit better. What part do you think he gets chopped off this time? I want to see his ankle get chopped off, or both of them. We seen the, we've walk. seen the little hand thing. That's coming back. The little hands. Little, you think the little hands, little hands are coming, are coming back? back. <laughs> you think it's both little again. hands? You think it's gonna be two little hands this time? Yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone else has a healing factor on there. And, you know, X-Force, you know who else? What other two uh, prom- pr- prominent members of X-Force there were? Wolverine and Laura. Yeah, both joined X-Force in the future. I Logan's dead. Yeah. But let's see what happens. If Laura pops up, that'll be a first guy. If, if they can introduce X-23 into this timeline somehow, that'd be amazing. Because who knows? Cable could be from the future that Logan takes place. You know? Or from a, a future, a couple years after that. So if he can stop the events of Logan, maybe we get Wolverine back. Oh Speaking God. of which, oh not, if, if we're speculating wildly, Hugh Jackman. Is Hugh Jackman in this film? I'm going to say yes. you going to say yes. <laughs> I mean, we we just here. We here, right? We in the we're click. Here. We're under the trust tree. You can say anything. No one's going to be like, remember that time on that podcast you said that thing and it was completely wrong? I mean, he was... He was bothering him like you saw a couple weeks ago. I saw that, yeah. They did a little so thing where he's talking nuts. and Deadpool's in his bed. Yeah. And Hugh Jackman's face appeared in Deadpool 1. And they made a bunch of Wolverine Hugh, jokes. Hugh Jackman. And we skipped over the fact that on posters and in the trailer, this this is supposedly advertised as from the studio that killed Wolverine. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm saying, yeah, that's my final crazy they're jerking, speculation. They're jerking a lot of chains, man. That's they're, my they're, final <laughs> crazy speculation on the Deadpool 2 movie is Hugh Jackman will be in it. If he if he's in it in the yellow and blue, my heart just stopped. Because if they're able to give me that, that's, that's, that's... I know I'm asking for a lot. My God. But you know what? I didn't ask for half this much, and Infinity War gave me double. Oh so if God, I'm able to get... True. If we get a good Venom movie with Spider-Man cameo, if we get a, a Deadpool movie with a Wolverine cameo, if we're able to get all these things, I, I'm telling you. I, I, and we don't ask for much. Comic we books do, are my you know? new overlord. But like I said, it's all fun and games. Just make sure, make sure you keep the heart. And you know why I keep saying make sure you keep the heart? Because there's another film that I think I'm a little bit concerned about whether I have any heart or oh not. I think my it might just be all goodness. jokes. And it might actually beat Deadpool as far as breaking the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. And that is Teen Titans Go to the Movies. I want to go see that. I'm going to go to the movies that, to go see that. That is out. Uh, Deadpool, like I said, is out May 18th. But Teen Titans Go to the Movies, which is out July 27th, is the uh, first time. Since Mask of the Phantasm, DC's put out an animated film in the movie theaters. Now, if you ask me, they're getting a little bit tough because of Lego Batman. Yeah. 
Hell yeah. That's exactly what I thought. I was like, all right, Lego Batman. Lego Batman was Busted good. The door it was the funny. Door it let them play with all the characters. You didn't have to worry about casting. You didn't have to worry about any of that. Uh, Will Arnett, who played Lego Batman, will be produce, helping produce this film. Um, he he voiced Lego Batman. But Aaron Horvath and Peter Ryder McCall, if, if again, if I'm butchering these names, I'm sorry. First-time directors. Never directed anything. Mm. Anything. They work, They both worked on the Teen Titans Go series, which I'm not the most fan of. I think it's good I think, in I, bites. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel about the Teen Titans Go series? Did you watch the Teen Titans series prior? Do you have any connection to these characters in the comics? I actually um, ended up watching the series by mistake by one time uh, for a couple of days, actually. The OG <laughs> Teen Titans or the uh, The Go. One? Okay, Teen Titans Go. Yeah, the one that's on. But uh, the OG Teen Titans I'm very familiar with because, you know, um, everybody wishes they were back around, and yeah. that, those are my Titans coming up too, you know. Um, but um, I I I paid attention to see what all the fuss was about, you know, and oh, um, and I see what all the fuss is about. Like it gets annoying because it's all jokey, jokey and stuff like that. Like I get the concept and everything, so it, it's I guess it's like you said, it's good in bites. Yeah. Um, I saw it for a while for what it was, and I kind of liked it. It you know, it was good and enjoyable. Um, but nothing like the the previous when everything is done right there's space for it right if you yeah. consider if you consider the fact that uh teen titans go is in the same quote-unquote universe as like let's say arrow mm-hmm. right <laughs> you understand like you can go both sides to the dark to the light all this kind of stuff but um lego batman is probably besides wonder woman the thing that was the highest praised from dc mm-hmm. in the last two years yeah. or so oh yeah so um they got to find some way to make money off these properties, bro, because they're literally sitting on the shelf. Um, to be honest, I think I think Teen Titans Go to the Movies is going to be is going to do all right at, at the movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh they the show has a big following. Yeah, it, it I meant to mention that earlier and it has like a stupid following. Yeah, the show has a tremendous reason. following. Yeah, and they doing a lot following. of they do a lot of inside jokes, a lot of breaking the fourth um, wall, I, a lot of I, adult I said jokes. That, I, yeah, I, I was going to mention that earlier um when you first um said it. Um what you call it? You thought I thought Deadpool's gonna be all over the place. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, uh, my favorite um, do episode. You know, do you know the run? Have they said the runtime for this? Oh no, not yet. No. Oh my god! No. <laughs> I don't see it being too long. Maybe like yeah. an hour. And no, change. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But definitely. But I, I think it's just gonna be off the wall. To be honest, <laughs> my favorite episode of Teen Titans Go, and I haven't seen much of it, is the Night Begins to Shine episode. Mm. The episode in which uh, Cyborg supposedly has this song that makes him feel like a more of a superhero. Yes. And just the entire episode, I have this song downloaded on my phone. <laughs> the entire episode is just playing into that. But I've seen episodes where everyone's trying to get brolic thighs. I've seen episodes where Bizarro Robin comes and they want, they think that he's a better leader. I've seen all kinds of crazy episodes. Some of them have to do with continuity. Some of them don't. And they just seem to, regardless, everyone seems to be having a blast there. But one thing, like I said, I've noticed from the show, constantly breaking the fourth wall. And even in this trailer, yeah, I think, they do yeah, that. I think the movie is going to be freaking real crazy. Because <laughs> the, tra- <laughs> the trailer starts off with everyone at the actual movies, right? And then they're like, uh, you know, they're finally doing a movie about Batman's greatest friend. And it shows the R, mm-hmm. a big R. And they're like, you know, the the, his best friend in the whole world. <laughs> and Robin's like, yes, they're finally making a Robin movie, which is commentary on the fact that the Robin character has not been on screen since, 19, since 1999, I think, when uh, Batman and Robin came out, which, I mean, please, come on, DC. How do you find yourself in the same position 20 years later? <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, uh, instead of the Robin movie, though, they're not watching a trailer for the Robin movie. It turns out it's a trailer for the Alfred movie. Alfred. And he goes, it's time to clean up this city. <laughs> would you watch the Alfred movie? I would not, but I would go to the movies for Teen Titans, go to the movies. I would see the Alfred movie if it was Michael Caine. If he was constantly talking, Master Wayne. Interesting, Master Wayne. Master Wayne. I've got a headache the size of a tangerine. I want <laughs> if they can bring him in there, I'm good. By the way, Tom Hardy's Brooklyn or New York voice or Brooklyn voice, he's kinda doing like a New York thing, right? Uh, maybe. Right? Trying to doing like a I know we kinda got off that for a second, but yeah, I feel like Tom Hardy's doing like a hey, uh you uh you're trying to sneak up behind me. I'm doing a terrible voice now. I'm doing like a British uh Brooklyn voice. It's just terrible. But you you Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, and in the Teen Titans universe, turns out they're making movies about everyone, which, again, is but a commentary. But the Teen Titans. But the Teen Titans. Turns out that's a commentary on what's going on now, right? You hear all the time, like, did you hear that they're making, they're considering making a Doctor Doom movie? Mm-hmm. What's Doctor Doom without the Fantastic Four? What's Venom without Spider-Man? But they're literally making any movie, no, yeah, no, any no character Robins, gets a movie no, now. No Starfires. So they no, make no. a joke about that. But, yeah, yep. no Titans and no Robin no movies. And you know why? Turns out they only make uh, movies about real heroes, and that's what they're told. Um, then one of the things that these animated movies get to do that the actual live action uh, movies don't get to do is stunt cast, right? Um, in Lego Batman, we found out that you know Batman was going to be played by Will Arnett, but Two Face was actually played by Billy D. Williams, who played Two Face in the original Batman movie. So you got to do these like cute little. You know, um, cameos, exactly, yeah. meta cameos with voice acting, and this is the, is the same. Nicolas Cage plays Superman. Superman. In this. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. I, I, when I saw the trailer, I was like, I paused there. I was like, what? And he's, <laughs> he was cast in the Superman movie that never got created, yeah. Superman Lives, which was written by Kevin Smith and it was going to be worked on by uh, Tim Burton. But that movie never got made, so Cage never got to be Superman. He gets to be Superman in this. Wonder Woman, played by Halsey, which, I mean, that's a pretty yeah. tough woman, you know. If you if you ask me, and then um, little Yachty is playing John Stewart's Green yeah, Lantern. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what the boat? What? And then you got uh, Christian Bell, who is Will Arnett's husband. No, it's Dax Shepard's husband. Husband, wife. Sorry, Christian Bell's a uh, comedian. She'll be playing Jade Wilson. <laughs> mm. Jade Wilson is described as a uh, a movie like press secretary, like you know, like the she's the one that tells them that they only make movies about real people. Right. And I'm guessing I'm jump just jumping to a conclusion about that, Jade Wilson that Jade Wilson right. is married to Wait. Slade. Oh, Slade, Slade ooh, Wilson. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Good thing you made that joke. But is married to Slade Wilson, aka Deathstroke. Uh. You know, they ask Green Lantern about his Green Lantern. They're like, wow, you made a movie about you too? And he's like, yeah, but we don't talk yeah, about it. Wonder Woman has a movie out. Superman has a movie out. Everyone has a movie out. But the Titans. But the Titans. And they seem to think that the only way they can get their movie is if they have a enemy. Now, an enemy in the actual, the first uh, Teen Titans animated series was Slade, right? He was a huge part of that series. Uh, Slade trying to take out the Titans. And he's a big part of the book, uh, Deathstroke. But it turns out that in this film, they're going to try to actually brand, uh, bridge those gaps and bring 
Slade Wilson to Teen Titans Go. He's being played by Will Arnett again, and the first thing they do is start joking about what about calling him Deadpool. They call him Deadpool constantly. Yeah, that's yeah I was. I, I knew that. I knew that was coming. I was smelling the minute, the minute, the minute, 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 minute. I knew. They were gonna. They had him in. I was like, "Here it comes." Eventually, it's gonna come, and when it comes, it's gonna be bad. <laughs> but they made the joke. They, you know, they make the joke that he's Deadpool or whatever, and they also make the joke that no, if anything, Deadpool should be calling himself Deathstroke because Deathstroke came first, and that's the that's the honest to god truth. Um, so it 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 they're at every turn they're just making these jokes, uh, left and right. It seems to be a lot of fun. I I'm gonna probably go and see it. At one point, Deathstroke has like a Megazord. <laughs> you know, and then when they go to do like their final battle, he like suggests doing a dance off, which was something not only joked about in Infinity War but took place in Guardians of the Galaxy. So, poking a lot of fun this movie. It it seems to be a lot of fun. To tell you the truth, I don't know what it says, but I'm about ready to just laugh and have fun in a yeah, DC that, movie. I don't saying. even that's care about details anymore. But they all over the place. But they've beaten me to that level of submission. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? They've beaten me to that level because you're a ray of light from DC. In a, in another world, yeah, that would right. be like, where's Man of Steel two? You telling me the only thing you're gonna come out with this year is this cartoon movie, and then in December Aquaman. But who knows if if DC is able to get get their footing and find out what their audiences want. Hopefully, this is another step in that right direction. But who freaking knows, right? <laughs> Animated, who freaking knows? Uh, but yeah, Teen Titans go to the movies. The original cast, uh, voice cast, is all returning um is there any anything you want to see in this is there anything in particular the, that you want to see um i don't know from oh. from everything i feel like the gang <laughs> yeah is gonna be the gang and um since they have their own movie in the movie that they're gonna be trying to get a movie <laughs> yeah well they also um, and I, they, I think they also make light of the fact that majority of their episodes deal with them not doing anything right because right? they say like you have to like do things to be in the movie and you guys don't have an enemy so you guys are never doing things and I think that it's true. If you watch the show, they, the They're episode is literally about whatever's going on. <laughs> Inside the tower. <laughs> Inside Titan's Tower. So, be funny. Lego Batman, DC is great when yeah, it wants to make I fun think, of itself. I think Lego Batman is legendary. So, I hope this Teen Titans Go to Movies does them awesome justice. Yeah, man. So uh, Because we won't talk about it right now, but they're not going to be the only Titans around. So I'll just leave that there. Uh, let's go over our final trailer. Ooh. Our final trailer of the evening, as far as movies are concerned. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, we still got some more. And that's Ant-Man and the Wasp, which comes out July 6th. I have one question here in bold. How do you garner interest for this movie? After we just seen post Infinity War, well, I don't know. He on house arrest. Spoilers, minor spoilers. He on house arrest. Post Infinity War, yeah, and that's the thing. The big question is where was Ant Man? And we were told that Ant Man was in, on house arrest with Hawkeye. They were both, uh, I guess they both took plea deals. They said during during, during Civil War. Uh, after Civil War because uh, uh, Cap busts them out of jail. True, 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 true. And true. I guess they take plea I guess deals. They, yeah, and they got got. They both got families. Yeah, true. They true, both true. got families. They're the only ones got that got kids, families. Yeah. Yeah. Scott's got kids. They got kids. They need those jobs. So they um they're both on house arrest. Uh but they did even a, they did even a little trailer of like where was Ant-Man and the Wasp? Did you see that where they asked cast members of Infinity War where they were? Mm-hmm. And they were all like, I don't know, maybe they were in the video in the movie just small. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was pretty cool. But the movie opens up with uh, you know, 
Cassie returning, which is uh, Scott Lang's daughter. So Scott Lang, Paul Rudd returning. Obviously, he's he's in the title. Ant-Man is back, and he's back with his daughter, and he's being questioned about how long he's been Ant-Man and, uh, you know, uh, whether he likes it and all that other kind of stuff. And Cassie seems to want to grow up and be a hero, too, which is which happens in the comics. She actually does end up gaining one of those suits and can do the same things her dad does. But doesn't seem to be happening in this film. In this film, it turns out that Hank Pym opened like a door to the quantum room. Mm. That's what uh, Luis is uh, quoted on saying. He's opened a door to the quantum realm. Uh, a villain named Ghost stole his tech, and now he is hiring the ex-cons oh. <laughs> that sort of kind of broke into his house to steal the Ant-Man suit in the first place to help him get this this tech back. Uh, turns out Ghost wants to rule the world, or I guess, or whatever evil villain mustache twirling thing is going on with that. But besides hiring the ex-cons, in this one, he gets a partner. Brand new partner for Ant-Man in The Wasp, which is Hank Pym's daughter. Hope Pym, I guess. Mm, that Hope, Hope Van, Van Dyne. Hope Van Dyne. Why does she get the last name? Uh, whatever. So, yeah, we got Ant-Man and the Wasp. We got, a, we got a duo. This is the first time we get a, a movie about a legit team duo. We got Thor Ragnarok, which is kind of a buddy cop thing, and even Deadpool and Cable. But this is legit Ant-Man yeah, and The is, Wasp. Yeah, this is it. Let's do it. It's, it's like Batman and Robin. And it's a boo thing, too. Th- these have been together forever. And yeah, they, they are in a relationship, sort of, kind of. Um, we'll see how that goes. And as you know, they have kind of a strange relationship because Ant-Man kind of, sort of, stole the suit and used it to help Cap in Germany. Yeah, and yeah. And it's discussed that he act, He says, you know, if I would have asked you to help me when Captain America called me, would you have? And she goes, well, I guess we'll never know now. So you know that Hank Pym's got to be on the run. Because everyone in the world who has any kind of footage of Giant Man wants to know what the heck is that, yeah. who has that, and how do we arrest them to make we sure they don't split. use it. Yes. Uh, we see that Hank Pym is able to transport his big uh, big old building small. Mm-hmm. Use it kind of like a luggage. Luggage. Right? Uh, Wasp has wings and a blaster, something Ant-Man doesn't. Uh, we see more pin particles. We're able to turn a car small and big, a Pez dispenser. We see Giant Man looks huge. He seems to be like trying to get get one of those fairies. Oh, coming out in of the, the water, ocean. right? He's yeah, huge. that was crazy. Yeah, he's huge. We know that Walter Goggins is going to be in it, playing uh, Sonny Birch, who's an evil industrialist, like kind of like Justin Hammer. Uh, so he seems to be the one maybe trying to take Hank Pym's technology away from him. I guess if you make technology, there will always just be an evil person trying to take your technology. There, definitely. Evil <laughs> mastermind. I hate it. Yes. The villain ghost seems to be able to phase through things using pin particles. I guess she's able to rearrange her atoms and get in and out of things. It's mm. a female. It was a male in the comics, but they said nice. that they don't really need to keep it a gender thing for right. the movie. Whatever that means. Uh, but she will be playing the villain in the film. We have Lawrence Fishburne who will be playing uh, Bill Foster, a.k.a. Goliath, who had the same kind of powers as as uh, Ant-Man in the comics. He can get really, really big. And in Civil War, they killed him. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. Right. I think right Thor. Yeah, yeah, Thor kills him. Uh, Robot Thor. Robot Thor, yes. Clone it's, Thor. It, it's comics. It's long to explain. Uh, sit down with me later they, they and I'll tell you about it. They made it tragic. It was real bad, but yeah. But Bill Foster's in this. of uh, now He has his foot in uh, Matrix. Uh, right? 
Lawrence Fishburne has his foot in Matrix, has his foot in DC as Perry White. Go ahead. And now his foot in Marvel as Bill Foster. And guess what? Supposedly in an interview, he was uh, asked, you know, about being in the MCU. And he says, you know, that he daydreams about it. And when he thinks about it, really deep down, he's a Marvel guy. (laughs) I say that, too, after after BBS. After BBS, I'll be saying I'm a Star Wars guy. It, give, it's give, all right. You know, I've always been a Harry Potter guy. That's what, Bro, what I really am. It's okay. It's okay. Hilarious. Sorry, I had to laugh about They're that trying. for a second. They're trying. And not in the trailers, Michelle Pfeiffer, who we know is playing Janet. Mm. Hank Pym's Mama, wife, yeah. who was Hank stuck Pym's in the wife. quantum realm. We found out also that in the quantum realm, time and space do not exist. Yes. So... Are she, we gonna go? Are we going age, to go get? She wouldn't have aged a day. Are we going back to get Janet, or is we only getting Janet in flashbacks? Well, the door is open, so she just might walk on out. You think it's a it's a dual plot? Hank goes to go get Janet, and the two guys go to get Ghost, who stole the uh the stuff. Or do you think they're no, also I, going in the I quantum think realm? They're too? going into the quantum realm. Okay, because of Ghost. Daddy finds and it. Then, they do. Oh, well, Ghost yeah. could be using the quantum realm technology. She yes. may be trying to... I think that's going to be a thing, so... Speaking of which, they wouldn't. this movie's placement has to be strategic, right? Yes, hell yeah. Has to be it's strategic. It's got to happen like the day after so <laughs> or the know, week after. We don't know whether this takes place Civil before War. or after Infinity War, but we're going to jump to the conclusion that it's before. Uh, I, oh, right Without before. spoiling it, I have said that I think that uh, the event of Infinity War will during... take place, the big event, of Infinity War will take place at the end of this film. Yeah, that was my. I, that was my. I guess. think. I think we might see. It'll be cool. We might see a couple of them disappear. Yeah, that would at be the end of that movie. That would be crazy if they're able to do that. Um, but as far as tying Avengers four and Infinity War into it, uh, do you think that this movie holds the key to stopping Thanos? Do you think at all the quantum realm? Or the secrets in it have uh, anything to do with stopping Thanos? I don't know, but I know I've, I've heard um, Doctor Strange mention the quantum realm. Yeah. So I paid attention to that. I'm hanging on to that too. So let's see what's up with that. And you I'm think really we're getting a full-fledged so rescue I, of, I, I, of Janet? Uh, not a full-fledged rescue. Maybe like a, oh, hey, like what? She may fall out of it or something. Okay. Or they might see her in there. Okay. But so, it's not going to be like central to the plot? Uh, I don't think so. As a matter of fact... If if she came back, if they got Janet right, and and her and Hank right. left or disappeared, that's call. That's reasons to call Cap right as yeah. as Ant Man. Hell yeah! It's like wait a minute, we just got everyone back. <sighs> you know, I gotta call somebody. And Ant Man has Cap's phone number. They were yep. on the same squad. That's be. true. And he knows Hawkeye. So and he knows Hawkeye. Is Hawkeye in this film? I don't know. Well, I'm asking you. I'm curious. He's, he's on house arrest, and we don't know. He lives in the woods, so. Curious, curious. I made the crazy Hugh Jackman guess in that, and then I made the, I mean, in Deadpool, and then I said the random Spidey-Man, Spidey, Spidey-Man Spidey thing. <laughs> and I didn't make any guess on Teen Titans, but in Ant-Man and One Wasp, I'm going to have to say, I'm going to say Hawk, Hawkeye's in it. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm I'm saying a couple of them disappear at the end. Uh, And then, yeah, how if you had to guess, how could you use the quantum realm to defeat Thanos? I don't know, but um, maybe maybe you shrink um, the the gauntlet into the quantum <laughs> realm and then he can't get him anymore. Or I mean, it would be cool if they put the stones in the quantum realm, hmm. right after the fact. That's interesting. But then somebody could be able to go and get them. anyone with the with pin particles. Yeah. 
What do you want to see turn big or turn small? What was your favorite part of the trailer of something turning big and turning small? Um, I like the or car. I small. like the car coming underneath and turning big. I mean, it defi- it, I mean, it, it's crazy because it the top roof of the car isn't crushed. <laughs> and it's interesting that you brought that too. You know, so that was cool. Hank being able to open the quantum realm shows that he's been working hard. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's also another thing I want to see. I want to see all the quantum realm mojo I can I can get. You know, because uh, they teased it in the last one. Right, Scott actually entered the quantum yes. realm and was able to escape. So maybe Hank Pym got some readings on the suit and is able to get back down there and, 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 and root around a little bit. But um, as far as, you know, future advancements in technology go, not only are they opening the quantum realm, but that that Pym particle car getting big and small thing, everyone inside also got small yeah, and big got small with too, no yeah, issue, with no which is huge because, to my knowledge, you need that suit. To be able to get small and big this without is, without anything happening, so I'm very interested to see wh- what new advancements we have as far as Pym Tech goes. Uh, last but not least, with uh, Ant Man and the Wasp, what do you think, if any, connections to uh, the Starks? Hmm. I don't know, to be honest. Any 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 story? Because I mean, if anything is kind of if anything that they mention is probably like a quick jab at them. <laughs> hey, you know, well, so I never like those Starks. That's about it. Yeah. And we'll go from something uh, that will obviously have some sort of tie-ins to Avengers 3 and 4 to something that probably will have no ties to Avengers 3 and 4. <laughs> and that is the only show we have a trailer uh, that we reviewed. And that is Luke Cage Season 2. <sighs> Luke Cage Season 2 comes out Annie up. You know, I always love these trailers. I, I loved Season 1. Uh, I think the first half of season one is just genius. In the same ways that I say the first season of The Flash is genius. The music, Cotton Mouth, uh, uh, just the placement of everything. New York, yeah, yeah, New yeah. York being New Harlem. York, Harlem being Harlem, and not being scared to be Harlem a hundred percent. The language that they use, the sets that they use, coloring everything kind of like a warmish yellow. Thought that was amazing too. Made it feel right at home. Uh, how do you feel about Luke Cage season one? Uh, it was good. Uh, I like the way it p- picked up. It was very paced and it um, had a couple of swords that made you think they were going one way, but they were going the other way. Definitely. I know that that was definitely that was definite for me. Um, we're we're dealing with a Luke Cage not after the events of season one, but after the events of the Defenders. Yeah, and my so boy, I, I my boy, my boy Shades is back, so that's cool. I thought you were gonna say somebody else. I we'll get to that. Uh, yeah, Shades is back. Mariah's back. Who else did we see? I saw um Bobby Bobby B Bobby Fish, Bobby Fish, you know Bobby uh, Fish. You know Bobby I Fish. Bobby, yeah. Yeah, Bobby Fish is in there. But yeah, let's get into that trailer. Uh, it starts off with uh, someone blowing up a semi-truck and Luke just walking out of it on fire in the hoodie. And he goes, yo, I'm Luke Cage. You want to test me? You know where to find me. And then someone's like shooting like... You're someone's shooting like bootleg movie footage of it. And like, yeah, we got all that. Uh, it turns out Luke Cage is a man of the people now. Everyone knows Luke Cage. They got murals of him in Up Harlem. In Harlem yep. You see him taking selfies with kids. There's a scene of him just walking. Did you see the scene of him walking down the street and just like bad guys running away? Yeah, just yeah, running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Luke Cage is known now. He's a man of the people. He's legit on the streets. But you hear somebody in the background going, "Everybody talking about Luke Cage like he's Jesus, bulletproof black man. Uh, one man cannot save a community. And believe me, Luke Cage is nothing but a man." I thought that this was all being spoken by. Uh, the villain of the series, 
which we'll get to in a bit, but seems to be spoken to by a preacher. Right. Uh, and there is a priest. So I went and I looked to find out who that priest could be because it's played by an actor who sadly passed away this February. He was also he also played Cyborg's father mm. in um, Justice League. So I went and I looked for that, and I turns out it's a reverend. And the reverend's name is Reverend James Lucas. If that sounds familiar, that's because that's the father of Carl Lucas. If Carl Lucas sounds familiar, that's because that is Luke Cage. Luke Cage is Pappy? He's talking? Pappy Cage? Luke, pa- Luke Cage Pappy's alive? Right? What's going on here? Do we, what, what do you think? I don't know. Um, isn't didn't humble? Didn't his brother get away too? Yeah, I think I think um, uh, yeah, Dimebag is definitely out and about. Does he not know that Luke Cage is Luke Cage? Uh, Carl Lucas, because oh. that could be a thing too, oh, right? Yeah. If they if he changed his name, what is what He's is Daddy on. Cage doing back in Harlem, back preaching? It's not a flashback. He's right, talking, right, about, Luke talking Cage. about Luke Cage. Is he a bad guy or is he a good guy? And if you've seen Jessica Jones, without spoiling that, they seem to be bringing families in this season. As a matter of fact, if you know about Daredevil season three, yeah, they're bringing families in. What's going on here? I don't know. Is this is this what they're doing this year? Family reunions across Netflix. Do you think Daddy Cage is a good guy or a bad guy? Uh, I think. Oh shoot! Because he, uh, you think he knows he's in Harlem. Dude, I mean, not, not that you think he knows Luke, he's in Harlem. Know father's think, in Harlem? Not that you think he knows Luke is Luke. I don't think Luke is. But the way he's talking about him, I don't think Luke is Luke. If he's talking he about him and he knows Luke, Luke is Luke, yeah. then he's a bad guy. I don't think so. Then he's yeah, a bad guy. Then he, yeah, then he's a bad guy. That means Luke is going to have to eventually find out who, you know. I would, I, I again, because like I said, I love to crazy speculate. I would love to see a series of scenes where Luke Cage knows that the Reverend is his father, but not vice versa. Right. And he's like going to him to confess and just like try to like, try to like feel it. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Because when we're told, we, we, we see him, like I said, hanging with kids. We see the, the mural in Harlem. We see him walking down the street and crooks. And then we see him like bust up a drug, uh, like a drug plant. You see the women that are naked with the thing. Machine guns in the Guys with machine guns. Everyone's still trying to shoot him. (laughs) People still ain't here about and Luke he's Cage. He's like, what, man? He's like, come on. Y'all still, is... y'all still doing this? <laughs> I, I love it. I think it was in the series where he's like, all these holes in my clothes. Like, what's going on here? Uh, yeah, like, trying to shoot him up, and he seems to be on top of it. But then you hear the voiceover say, believe me, Luke Cage is, is but a man. And then you just see somebody do, like, a spin kick mm, on Luke Cage. And it's floors him. And floors him. And then you see Luke Cage spitting up blood. In the middle of the hall. Yeah, it looks sick. And this this man with a Caribbean accent, would you say? Voodoo. I would say like a like a Haitian maybe accent. Uh, I don't want to offend any Haitians out there. You guys let me know what you think it is. Um, but he says, Arlem is mine. <laughs> Arlem is mine. Like, and uh, right, Luke man. Cage is spitting up blood, punch drunk. And you hear him say that he's vulnerable. Mr. Voodoo Man. He seems to be a voodoo man, right? You see him like uh, at one point. Well, this villain is named Bushmaster. Oh. And at one point, uh, you see Misty Knight is interrogating a convict. And he's like, "Why? Well, you know, what makes Bushmaster so scary? And you can already see that Bushmaster is a skilled fighter. Luke yeah. Cage never has to be. and never really ha- you know, has been. I used to say the same thing about Superman. Superman doesn't need to know Kung Fu. He just has to aim his punch <laughs> at the face. The strength will do the rest. So... We already see that he's outmatched by Bushmaster in this sense, in the, at least a, right. a, a fighting ability sense. Um, but 
you know, they say, what, what, what makes him so scary? And the convict says, you better hope you never have to find out. And then we see weird scenes of the Bushmaster doing like a seance with candles. Yeah, voodoo. Voodoo. You see him break a sink and his eyes light up. You see him stab somebody randomly in the neck. And then you see him get shot. And the bullets, the don't, bullets ricochet don't ricochet like, yeah. like um, Cage. They get him. But they, they don't pierce out, him. Yeah, they fall out of him. They fall right out of him. Who the heck is this man? Voodoo what man. is he trying to do? And then you hear uh, my girl, Rosario Dawson, Road Dog, who I think she should be playing uh, Lois Lane, but we'll get there later. Um, she says, I've seen you raw, but never brutal. And he says, sometimes br- brutality is what gets things done. Uh, so we could be seeing a more brutal Luke Cage. Then we get some quick shots of Harlem's Paradise. Shades and Mariah setting something on fire. The Biggie poster's back up. Yep. She got the crown on. What's up with the Biggie poster? I don't know, man. Because she took that down. Yep. She put it back up. She definitely took that down when uh when her cousin, you know, met his untimely death. So I'm wondering what, what why she's putting it back up, whether or not it was a flashback or what's going on. But that couple seems to be together. Um. We see Misty looking at some new specs, Ooh. maybe courtesy of Rand Industries. She's looking at a new cybernetic arm, a new arm that new we she ch- has in the comics. Girl, she got some. She has. She definitely has that on in the comics. So it's cool to see that they're pointing in that direction. And then the the trailer ends with a little joke of uh, him saying he doesn't need a sidekick, which we're seeing a lot in this with this with Ant-Man and the Wasp now Deadpool and Cable. Uh, and she's like, "How do you know you're not my sidekick?" And he's like, "This is my show." Know real quick. So I thought that I thought that was cool. What parts of this trailer stood out to you as uh, somebody who's excited for season two? Um, I thought it was cool to see him um, nosebleed or cough blood, cough up blood in the sink. Yeah, um, he seemed a little. Dizzy, I did not right? expect Dazed? that freaking that kick. That kick looked like a wallop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So to see him kick like that, and then and see the bullets fall out of Mister Voodoo. Was it? Was his name? Bushmaster? His name is Bushmaster. Bushmaster. Yeah. yeah. All right. I wonder if he knows. Remember that guy. Remember that guy from Defenders, the hmm. one with the pressure points. Right. I wonder if they if they have any white hat. I think his name was. Uh, I wonder if they have any relations because I mean, think about it. What hits could he have hit that made him do? It could be pressure point stuff, right? It could be, uh, you know, hitting various organs at the right. I don't know particular but part with the right pressure. Voodoo man. Bushmaster Voodoo Man does not seem to be playing. He's got something going on. Uh, like I said, I'm getting a real Caribbean vibe from him. Uh, I'm thinking Haitian. That's my random guess here. Uh, and the Caribbean is where they practice a lot of that black magic stuff. I am Caribbean, so I'm not making a dig at anybody. I'm just saying we get very religious in the good and the bad sense. Uh, Voodoo Master Bush. They, Bushmaster. You see his suits. His suits look Caribbean. You see him at one point with his people. They seem to be having, you know, right. uh, they, they all look... And that they uh, look, I'm just I'm I'm ready for a new villain. I hope he's something like uh Cottonmouth, and I hope he doesn't get killed off too soon, like Cottonmouth. <laughs> you know, I I I always liked, really really liked. Yeah, um, so don't get going too crazy. What Mariah. they were able to do there with that, but I also really really dug um the music of season one and season two is, is is back. Yeah, it's composed roughly by the same people, so we're gonna get that level of quality. But are you familiar with Pete Rock? Oh, who of is Of New this? York fame. Of New York fame. Yeah, Pete Rock. Uh, my man Pete Rock, he's a rapper. But every episode is going to be titled after a Pete Rock song. 
just like every episode of the last season was after a Gangstar song. And as according to Wikipedia, the only people that, I mean, the only episodes that are up are eight. Do you think they do an eight-episode season, or are they just waiting to release the rest of the episodes? I think an eight-episode season might actually work better for them. Think so? Yeah. I actually think so because I think Jessica I like, Jones could have went like, with a little short of season. I like ten. I like it should be like ten. What 10 was Jessica 11. Jones? Uh, Jessica Jones is real short for me. I think it didn't crack. I think Defenders was eight. Jessica might might have went to ten, but she could have went right back up to twelve like they yeah. did last time. And they just so damn long. Like you, they, if you don't have the story for it, don't. I don't need you to tell me yeah, that long yeah, of a story. Yeah, yeah. I, don't I, I don't don't catch the villain and then let him run away. You know, <laughs> like what's going on here with all that kind of stuff. And I guess now is the time to talk about it. The rumors are that uh, Iron Fist is in this yeah. season. So he might get Heroes for Hire. Yeah. Not a big fan of Iron Fist. I wasn't a big fan of the show. I, hope, I thought it was I one hope. of the worst things uh, that Marvel's ever created since, like, maybe uh, Inhumans. I hope they hug in the show and say, this is for Dawn. I hope they Dom make him quick. interesting. And if they don't make him interesting, I hope that he's not around a lot. Let's wow. keep him in the background. I, I, don't ca- I don't care. I, I don't has, care. I hope a Luke Cage episode is named after the Iron Fist. Listen. You know, everyone likes, you know, oh, you got that chocolate in my peanut butter. You got that peanut butter in my chocolate. What if I'm allergic to peanut butter? I can't wow. even have a little bit dipped That's in. Terrible. I'm allergic to Iron Fist. All right. So you need to have as little That's as wow. either get you know, me a cure know. for his boredom or remove him from he, my chocolate, which you, is you <laughs> Luke need, Cage. You need, you need to restore your cheese. Who do you think is drinking coffee in this one? Luke. Luke always Luke, drinking the Luke coffee. Drinking all the coffee. You think Luke he stays with Claire? He get uh, him and Claire remain a couple throughout this. Him I and Rosario know, Dawson. I know. I know. Luke like to drink his coffee. So. Oh yeah. And he has like he likes to have his several kinds of cups of coffee. Yes, he does. Saying. Yes, he does. Luke Cage is not. He ain't shy Play-o. to any of that. And he ain't shy to Netflix. Luke Cage busted Netflix when he first came through. He yeah. shut down the server. So hopefully the man from Harlem, Power Man, the unbreakable man with the unbreakable skin, he maybe he's untouchable this time around. I'm hoping so. I'm hoping Mar- uh, Marvel hits hard. We're going to end it with a little bit of DC news. No, no trailers, but some speculation still because turns out we finally know the name of DC streaming service. It'll be called, guess this, imagine, this is this is a very uh, uh, inventive name. Okay. They're going to call it DC Universe. Oh. Which is All right. basically the name That's of cool. everything that they That's named. That's cool. DC Universe already set up four title cards. Four title cards. Things that they're ready to put out already. Titans. Okay. Which will be a group of young heroes known as Titans who are, rec- who are recruited from around the world. That's the live action, and right? led by Dick Grayson. Yes, this is going to be the live action joint that, uh, you know, a couple of things came out for. People saw some footage of Starfire and were not Please. too pleased ah. about how that came about. I don't know if uh, those were just shots that we should be worried about or not. But it does seem to be, uh, it seems to be about done, you know. There's no cyborg in this, though. It's just uh, Dick Grayson, Beast Boy, Starfire. Oh, just the gang, just the gang. And Raven. No uh, no cyborg. cyborg. Uh, Which actually makes sense, because cyborg's on the Justice League as of right now. So you don't want to confuse people on that. But yeah, Titans. Titans will be coming to the DC Universe streaming service. Also coming to the DC Universe streaming service is Harley Quinn. 
Uh, 26 half-hour episodes have been ordered for the animated Harley Quinn show really? where Harley attempts to make it out on her own as a criminal queenpin of Gotham huh. and tries to step out of the Joker's shadow. Yeah, Poison up. Ivy yeah, is said, on yeah, Poison Ivy is said to be appearing in this in this uh, show. Huh. So that is definitely good that. to know. I didn't even know that. I saw the streaming service pop up during the week. I was yeah. like, oh, interesting. That's Must have right. been like the first day. I was like, "Where did this come from?" I didn't even hear about it or anything like that. It just dropped on me. I was like, "Oh, it's yeah. kind of cool." Yeah, I mean, you know, they 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 are trying to pull out everything they got. You know, everyone wants the Young Justice season three, and they're getting it. Young Justice Outsiders will be debuting on the streaming service. Uh, if you like Young Justice seasons one and two, I mean, everyone did. Uh, season three proves to be more of the same with those characters coming back to reprise those roles, and we see a younger version of the Justice League take out the bad guys. I can't. I can't lie. I didn't even know. I thought the. I thought the um, the Titans joint was gonna come out on TV. No, mm, uh, I didn't know it was going to be for this. For that. Oh. Yeah, I guess they're just That's, trying to wow. get people hyped for that. <laughs> and they got a lot of stuff they can move over. They got the Ray. You remember they made the Ray animated? Yes, 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 yes Stuff yes. they can move over. Same thing with Constantine. So they have it. Mm, Last but not least, guys. director of James, director James Wan, who directed things like Annabelle, uh, uh, he, had, he had credits and things like Annabelle, Saw, Insidious, The Conjuring, uh-huh. horror, 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 horror. Uh-huh. He's making a live <laughs> action series for Swamp Thing. Huh? To come out in 2019 what? as somebody who just got into Swamp Thing. I'm thanks here for to it. I'm here for Yogi. It. Thanks to Yogi, I can tell you that uh, that character definitely deserves his own series. And if you can tap into the horror elements of it, man, that, yeah, that could I'm be one psh, hell whatever. of I'm an for interesting for show. One hell it. of an interesting show. Like, ah, I'm going to see if I check out some cool stories. See you guys recommend me some. For yeah. the thing of the Swamp. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll definitely have to... Uh, dive into more uh, Swamp Thing comics but we were able to do some trailer talk here today and that was amazing we got to look into the future we'll be back with more comic uh, review movie reviews we're gonna start diving into some Deadpool comics and then review Deadpool 2 when that comes out and then Ant-Man when that comes out everything that we talked about today will be reviewed so that's amazing we got things to look forward to in the future reasons to live ladies and gentlemen and hopefully maintain this level of excitement always right Right. Uh, we're able to always do that and if you don't believe us. You want to see. You want to make sure that we're able to maintain this level of excitement. All you got to do is look back at the other issues of Major Issues, the other episodes. Go to the past. The other episodes of the Major Issues podcast, which can be found on Podbean, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, Apple Podcasts, iTunes. Wherever podcasts are found, we're there. You can Google Major Issues Podcast, and we're the first ones to come right up because we're brought to you by Comic Book Click. Guess what? We got more subscribers than ever now our audience seems to be growing this infinity war therapy people really needed that therapy yes. uh you know glad our, everybody came around for our that. numbers that are something. climbing our subscribers are climbing and marvel personally called me to thank them for uh being an outlet yes for allowing people to get a moment of therapy well two out of those three things really happened but you get to pick yeah. which ones those are um, for everyone who just got in, who just uh, joined us for the first time with Infinity War or even this episode, go back, uh, comment on anything, you know, like if you if it's new to you, it could be new to us. Listen to an old episode, comment on it, and we'll be right there with you guys to continue the discussion on all things. We've reviewed movies, trailers, books, and hope to do all we can to review everything as part of Comic Book Click. 
And we do a lot of things at Comic Book Click too, don't we? Mm-hmm. And you can find us about, we can find all things Comic Book Click at facebook.com slash comic book click, Instagram at comic book click, or use the hashtag comic book click to talk about all the newest, hottest, latest, and greatest things to come to comic books and comic book media. <laughs> Major Issues is on Twitter at Major Issues CBC, and I operate that personally. So if you want to go ahead and message me, he's not a rapper. I'm rhyming. You know, I'm over here rapping. Well, I'm trying to wrap up, basically. So wow, nice. Go, wow, the bars keep and, coming. Go ahead and send us those messages. Again, I have been to the future, so I know that this becomes the greatest thing to comic books and comic book media, Major Issues does. And with your help, we can be. And with your help, we are slowly becoming uh, what we will be in the future. We are reaching our potential, and it's all thanks to you. The very last thing I ask, if you, uh, if you are too bothered to share this, uh, podcast, or you're too bothered to tell your friends about it to spread the word. Leave us a review on iTunes. Yeah, let us uh, know. Let us know how we're doing as podcasters, where we can improve, where there is room to improve. And if you don't think we can improve, if you think we are five star podcasters already, leave us a five star rating. Uh, send us some nice words because if you're able to rate us uh, something that catches somebody else's eye, they will end up finding this podcast the same way you did, and our family, the click will grow bigger and bigger and that's all we want is to help our family grow comic cons around the corner and i hope to meet some of you clickers there because we know we're going to be there and we're going to be there in all of our comic book click glory but this has been our trailer talk I was going to say for 2018, but I feel like we're going to get more trailers. The gossip. Oh, we will. Gossip, 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 gossip. Yeah, this is our gossip. The gossip column is closed for today. Earth is closed today. (laughs) (laughs) That's my last Infinity War thing I'm going to say. Thank you for being a part of this podcast. Thank you for being part of all the podcasts in the past. Continue to be a fan of Major Issues every single Wednesday. Brand new episode coming out. My name is George Serrano, a.k.a. The Don. This was our trailer talk I am for this Cloudus episode. Maximus. You are Cloudus Maximus. I am, I? And not only do we have major issues, but well, we don't have issues. We don't have issues. With we always guys. have major issues. We always have major issues. But you guys who are out there sharing, you guys who are out there liking this stuff, you guys who are out there commenting and making this podcast what it needs to be, guess what? You? You? Yes, you are worthy party.